Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Paul Douglas, Wednesday, hump day. Hope you're having a good Wednesday. Beautiful day out there. What I was kind of imagining in my mind's eye back in February and March, I was imagining in April and even early May, and it's it's here like flipping on a switch, instant summer. Are you watching the January 6th hearings? Only 34% of Americans are following the hearings somewhat or very closely. About 9% of Americans following uh, what the proceedings very closely. But 60% of Americans believe the committee is conducting a fair and impartial investigation Apparently, there will be more hearings uh, later in July. New evidence apparently coming in. So, again, we'll see. Will it change minds? Stay tuned. Vaccines now available for kids under the age of five, six months to five years old, approved by the FDA, approved by the CDC. You may want to contact your pharmacy or clinic. Certainly consult with your doctor before doing anything. But... um, We talked about that in the 3 o'clock hour, and we did get a couple of texts. Uh, One text, there's no way I'd inject a baby or small child with mRNA, as nobody knows how it's going to affect them. Well, a lot of research has been done into mRNA vaccines, and most people don't have any side effects, and it does tend to mean a milder disease if, in fact, you do get COVID. Another texter says, Paul, kids do not get sick from COVID. Youngest children have all kinds of cross-protection from other coronaviruses. Why in the world would you vaccinate kids? My understanding, uh, looking at information from trusted sources, is that 400 kids under the age of five have died from coronavirus. It's true. Younger kids tend not to get the, the severe symptoms that older americans that seniors get but that doesn't mean the risk is zero that's my understanding so you know does it lower the risk of getting a severe illness it seems to but again check with your doctor uh, before you do anything in the three o'clock hour dr greg poland who's a vaccine expert at the mayo clinic weighed in on vaccinating young kids kids complications they're not as good they're mediocre in protecting against 
uh, asymptomatic, mild, maybe even moderate infection. In fact, their their efficacy for those more mild uh, uh, symptoms is maybe 30 to 50 percent. Their efficacy against severe disease more in the 85 rank, percent range. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, you just have to you have to go in understanding what the rationale for the vaccine is. That was Dr. Greg Poland, one of the world's leading researchers into vaccines at the Mayo Clinic. So call me crazy, but I will probably follow what Dr. Poland says as opposed to something I read on Facebook. That's just me. Call me crazy. I've heard it before. We talked about the White House trying to force the removal of nearly all nicotine from cigarettes to make them less addictive. And uh, (laughs) your responses were interesting on the text line. One of our listeners says, Paul, pretty bizarre. They're legalizing marijuana everywhere, but they're taking the nicotine out of cigarettes. The government, you have made cigarettes more expensive than marijuana. It's come to the point where the only place to smoke legally is one's own bathroom. Now we quit. <laughs> it ain't worth it. Ah, yeah, smoking kills about half a million Americans every single year. So, And I still know people who smoke, and they are determined. They, many of them have cut way back, but they still smoke. It's the way I heard it this Nicotine is more addictive than cocaine. I hope I'm not spouting nonsense, but I think that's the case. We talked about mainly millennials, younger people earning a quarter million dollars a year and still living paycheck to paycheck, not having any money left at the end of the month after paying for expenses. And one of our listeners says, Paul, if you're earning 250K a year and living paycheck to paycheck, you have overextended on something or many things. Yeah, my mom used to always warn me, you know. Paul, you, you've got champagne tastes and a beer budget. So, yeah. again, live within it. your means. That's, that's Live within your means, but that's hard to do. I think if you're living in a big city and you're paying two, three, four grand a month on rent, well, I can see how how people get into trouble. We talked about climate change. And, and by the way, it was hotter back in the 1930s, the Dust Bowl days. July 1936, eight days in a row of 100-degree heat in the Twin Cities. But it was much drier back then. We didn't have the crazy dew points in the 70s and 80s. And my understanding of the Dust Bowl and the heat of the 30s is that it was regional. It was not global. This time around, we're seeing that warm signal all around the world. Back in the 30s, it was mainly over the central U.S., specifically the Plain States. One of our listeners says, Paul, I've heard various meteorologists say the reason for having so much summer humidity is so many more acres of corn being grown. And it's also grown in much higher densities. The corn rows space closer together. Corn gives off a lot of humidity as it grows. No question about that. And you are absolutely right. Evapotransportation 
evapotranspiration, <laughs> not transportation, evapotranspiration. Uh, corn on the road, huh? Corn on the go. Well, yeah. I hate it when the corn winds up on the road. I'd rather it wind, wound up in my mouth. But yeah, corn sweats at night. It gives off water as it grows. And that does, in fact, add more water to the atmosphere. And yes, we do see higher amounts of water and water vapor in the corn belt. However, we're seeing more water in other places, generally east of the Mississippi, that aren't near the corn belt. So yes, does that throw more water into the air? Absolutely. And that's one of many factors. But the fact that it has warmed a couple of degrees and warm air can hold more water and the Gulf of Mexico, as Dr. Abraham described, evaporating more water into the air now because the water's warmer, the air's warmer, and some of that moisture reaching Minnesota. So, again, it's a combination of factors. But, yes, evapotranspiration, not transportation, Paul. Evapotranspiration is one of many factors. So, thank you, everybody, for weighing in today. You know who's going to weigh in? who's on another vacation, he takes his PTO very seriously, the travel preacher, DJ David Josephson. Where in the world is DJ? We'll find out next on CCO. He's a traveling man, ready to impart his wisdom and tips. I'm a traveling man, made a lot of stops. Now on Paula Jordana, it's time for Preaching Travel with DJ. Hey, uh, life is short. You want to play as hard as you work. I have wanderlust. I love to travel. I always come back with new eyes and new appreciation for what we have in this country and uh, what we have all across the planet. My goal is to see as much of this as I can while I can still travel. DJ is very serious about his travel, and uh, he joins us right now on CCO. DJ, where are you? <laughs> Hi, Paul. The other thing you get when you travel a lot is you get a longer list of places you have to go back to. I am in right. Rockland, Maine right now, which is, they call it Mid-Coast, Maine. So we're an hour or more north of Portland, but not yet up to the Acadia Bar Harbor area, kind of the, the, the middle coast area. And, you know, we're having a great time. One of the things that I, I kind of have added to my list, though, is that Maine has mountains and ski resorts and some very remote areas, which is further up than we're going to get. So I got at least one other trip planned already. But, yeah, we are uh, in a little coastal village of Rockland, Maine. It's known as the lobster capital of the world. So in a couple of months, they'll have their annual lobster fest. And we are staying here for about five days. We rented a little little uh, camper thing we found on Airbnb, and we're having a great time so far. Have you noticed the local accent? They don't say Bar Harbor. It's Bahaba. Bahaba. <laughs> did you go to Bahaba and Acadia National Park? I hope you did. I met that guy yesterday who talked like that. He sold us a lobster roll. But uh, we're going to Acadia and Bar Harbor tomorrow. Um, okay. it's, a, it's a bit of a drive. We'll get up early and we'll, we'll day trip it up there, which we're very excited about. You're going to love it. What Have things gone the way... You thought they would go so far. Any life lessons from this trip? And did you get swept up in all the airline craziness? 
Well, uh, the airline question is easy. No, we we uh, did just fine with Southwest. We had to go through Chicago, and then we actually flew to Manchester, New Hampshire. Everything's so close up here. You're like, oh, New right. Hampshire, it's only a half an hour from the border, and then you know you buzz up the coast to where we are. So the air travel went just fine. And uh, today, we had a really interesting day today. We took a ferry from Rockland, so we literally had to drive like, two miles, stopped at the ferry terminal, and then got on a ferry to an island called Vinyl Haven. And it's one of the largest year-round islands. I mean, this coast up here is just dotted with harbors and bays and islands and peninsulas. It's it's, this very rugged coastline. But Vinyl Haven is the largest or one of the largest islands that is inhabited year round. So there's like a real town and a post office and there's cars and you can take the ferry out there, but it's still a ways away. It's an hour and 15 minutes on the ferry. We chose not to bring our rental car. So we parked, we took the ferry over and made a day trip of it. Um, went to a sort of a rocky beach up there. Beach is kind of the wrong word to use because when you think of a beach, you think of like a <laughs> yeah. beach in Mexico or Florida. It's not like that. It's rugged and rocky. You got to think of like a beach on the North shore of Minnesota um, is closer to what they have here. But we had a nice lunch there and there was a few other folks that were day tripping. So we made a few friends along the way and, um, then on the way back, it was amazing. We just got back a half an hour ago. And, uh, you know, you know you run your kids ragged enough when they both sleep for the entire hour and 15-minute ferry ride back to town. That was awesome. <laughs> That's one way to do it. Now, Maine is drop-dead gorgeous, and I think it's the yep. only state that has fjords, much like you find in, in Norway. Mm. Um, I, yep. there, I think there's some fjords up there. But... Any advice based on this latest trip, anything you would have changed, the accommodations okay, Uh, anything you would have brought for your kids that maybe you didn't bring along, or is it all kind of going to plan? You know, I mean, nothing ever goes perfectly to plan, but one of the things we've learned is that we... um, we're traveling in peak season, which is unusual for us. Yeah. So we were trying to find a place to stay. And, okay, we bought our airfare. We bought a rental car, which is kind of like, gulp, wow, I've never paid that much for a rental car before. But we, you know, found the cheapest option and got it. And then we're looking for a place to stay. And it's kind of like the budget is already mostly used up, and we can't find anything that's reasonable that's in a place we wanted to go. So the solution for us was we are literally staying in an Airstream, an Airstream trailer that is camped on or parked on someone's property. And they've got a nice deck built onto it. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't go anywhere. It just parks there and it's got a propane and a septic system and everything. Um, But it's, it's simple, right? Like it's just enough beds for the four of us. And we don't spend a lot of time there. It's just our home base to, you know, have a warm place to sleep at night. And then we're kind of go, go, go throughout the day. So that's how we made it work on, uh, you know, trying to keep some sort of budget in mind. Although a trip to Maine isn't the cheapest thing you're going to do. But we're trying to stay somewhat within a budget and to go and stay at like a, you know, Harbor View Lodge with a nice balcony and a fire pit and multiple bedrooms and stuff like that place. You know, forget two hundred dollars a night. That place is four, five, six hundred dollars a night this time of year, and that's just at this point isn't isn't in our budget. You know, I I literally looked the the Motel Six in the town we're staying at. The cheapest night they sell there is a hundred and forty 
for a Motel 6. So it's just uh, things are a little expensive right now. So this was our way to combat, combat that a little bit. Well, Airstreams are really, really nice. They're they're sort of the BMWs of of trailers. I mean, what do you do? You mind telling me what you're paying for that Airstream? I'm just curious. Yeah, it is. Um, it was, I think, just a touch over a hundred dollars a night for the Airstream, wow. and then you got to add on some taxes and fees or whatever. But the base rate was just a little over a hundred dollars a night, and now. It, it it's fine. It's comfortable. It does everything we need it to do, but it is, I think it's a 1971 or something like that. So okay. it's dated and a few things have been updated, but most of it, it looks like, you know, it's from 1971. It's a little older and creaky and all of those things. And, but it it's fine. The heat works, everything works in it. The stove works, the fridge works, everything's just fine. Wait, the heat, you got the, you got the furnace on. Oh my gosh, Paul, I did the math the other day. At one point, it was 44 degrees colder in Maine than it was in the Twin Cities. I think it's 56 <laughs> degrees right now. I mean, we really? were, we were we had you know double sweatshirts on the ferry on the way back. Yes, I, I think the warmest temperature is supposed to be the entire time we're here is 72 degrees. Other than that, it's highs in the 60s, dipping down you know 50s or high 40s overnight. It's it's brisk here. Well, we miss you, and Tubbsy's doing a great job. In, in your absence, but uh, hurry home, enjoy the rest of your week, and uh, soak it yep. up, and uh, thanks for everything over the years, DJ. It's been great working with you, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> thanks to you, Paul. I'm, I'm sad I'm wishing I'm missing the last uh, the, the last week of the normal show there, but uh, glad I could be a part of it in this way, and hey, if anybody out there loves the North Shore of Minnesota, you love getting up to Duluth, Grand Marais, that area, uh, book your trip to Maine. If you like yeah. the North Shore, you'll love it here in Maine. Yeah, it's pretty stunning. DJ, thank you, Mr. Travel Preacher. Safe you travels, my friend. You. All right. Okay, when we come back, a couple of show highlights. Uh, we've covered a lot of ground from gun control to how do you protect yourself from severe storms if you're camping out of the woods. A few highlights next on CCO. Paul, back with you. Will there be any kind of meaningful gun reform in the wake of some of these horrific massacres, these shootings, mass shootings all across the country? No place is immune, it seems. And uh, now comes news that there may be some bipartisan progress on a bill. We'll see if they can get it over the finish line in Washington, D.C. We had Rob Doerr on the air in the three o'clock hour. He is the senior VP at the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. And I asked Rob, does it make sense to make it a little harder for young people between the age of 18 and 21 to purchase firearms? How the implementation of this is going to be very interesting, especially from a due process, where if, if you've got somebody who hasn't been identified as a criminal, if you're going to deny them their constitutionally protected rights, uh, what's the threshold that has to be met, uh, you know, if, if there hasn't been a criminal conviction? In light of the uh, fatality, a tree fell on a camper at Lake Mary up near Alexandria. 
with those crazy storms that blew through Monday night. Alexandria Lakes, Brainerd Lakes definitely got the worst of that storm system. But if you're in a camper, if you're, you know, in a sleeping bag and a tent and the trees are swaying overhead and there's thunder and lightning, what do you do? How do you protect yourself and lower the risk? Kenny Blumenfeld is the senior climatologist at the DNR Division of Ecological and Water Resources, and he talked about some ways that you can lower risk during severe storms when you're camping. You know, know where you are, understand your surroundings, understand where the shelter is. I think you're right, Paul, that when when you're out in the woods, I mean, there's really only so much you can do, and that, that is some of the risk that we assume when we decide we're going to go camping or go, you know, go rough it a bit. But uh, you can always hedge against the, the hazards that are, that are possible by, uh, you know, understanding where you are and understanding where you could go or what you would want to do uh, in the event that some serious storms come your way. Well, certainly listening to the radio uh, is one effective way to keep on top of things, situational awareness. And I know you're out there because you love to camp and you're enjoying nature and you're hiking, fishing, whatever. I get it. But at the same time, just keeping an eye on what's happening now with cell phones, you know, there's so many apps you can get Doppler radar on your cell phone, on your smartphone, and there don't have to be surprises. And I realized, yeah, if you're up in the boundary waters, you may not get a cell signal, so that's out. One thing that's a viable option and maybe the cheapest form of life insurance you'll ever come across is a portable NOAA weather radio battery operated uh this thing goes off and it lets out a squeal if there's a warning for your county and a lot of people have had their lives saved they're sound asleep it's two in the morning they don't know that a tornado is approaching the NOAA weather radio goes off and gives them you know 10 15 minutes of lead time so they can try to find a shelter uh you know some way to protect themselves so consider that Dr. Uh, John Abraham is a climate scientist at the University of St. Thomas. And look, we've had extreme weather since the dawn of time. But are the extremes that we've always had, the natural extremes, trending more extreme in a warmer climate? Here's what, here's what Dr. Abraham had to say. And, and what happens is when it rains, it rains harder than it used to. But then we have longer periods of time where there's no rain. And as a result, we are going from one extreme to the other more violently. We're going from hot and dry to hot and wet, back to hot and dry, and then back to hot and wet. So we're getting these dry, wet spells um, that are coming with more ferocity and more frequency. And that's a expected outcome of climate change. Yeah, this uh, weather whiplash going from one extreme to the next and and weather weirding and at one point the dnr actually went back and looked at something called mega rains a mega rain is a massive flood that impacts multiple counties uh six inches eight inches of rain or more 
And they went back forensically and they looked at newspaper clippings dating back to 1858 when Minnesota became a state. And they could determine, oh, this was a little garden variety flood. This was a big one. Look at the number of counties that were impacted. So since 1858, there have been 22 mega rains in Minnesota. 22. Half of those have been since the turn of the century, since 2000 roughly 11 of those. So, yeah, when it rains, it tends to rain harder during the warm season. So, anyway, thanks to everybody for coming on the show today. Greatly appreciate the experts we had on. When we come back, some stuff that made us chuckle. Next on CCO. (laughs) That is just pathetic. He's literally begging them to invent votes for him. It's like watching an old man try to mooch an extra pancake at the Denny's. What are we doing here, folks? I only need one more pancake, fellas. And then I got a grand slam. Just just flap some jacks on there, okay? Give me a break. Give me a break. And the state of Georgia. Stephen Colbert, who's not known for pulling his punches. Where's Jimmy Kimmel? He, he, he hasn't been on for a while. I don't know. But apparently uh, his fill-in is trying to make a name for himself. And uh, this is what Sean Hayes had to say yesterday about the summer solstice. The truth is there's no official definition for when summer begins or when it ends, just like a white woman's birthday. (laughs) Today, it's true, those are so long. Today also happens to be National Selfie Day, which was a rare chance for everyone on social media to focus on themselves for a change. Uh, Guillermo, do you know who invented the selfie? Kim Kardashian? No, that's not not correct. Oh, my. We live in crazy times. Do you take selfies? Do you take a lot of selfies, Chris? No. No, I no? I don't. No. Is that the mark of a narcissist? Uh, uh when you see mostly selfies on their uh Instagrams or Facebook posts? I don't know. You know, uh, I I don't I don't know. I I don't read into it. As the kids would say, I don't think it's that deep. It's not that deep. Like I I just think it's people like to take it. I mean, I guess it's all how you I mean, if you're like the normal folk like me and you just take a picture of something but then you got people that you know they're like batting their hair and flushing it around and you know doing all the things with like their you know eyelashes and getting all you know pimped out or whatever it's eh, eh, maybe but eh, i mean i'm wait are you talking pimped or primped 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 Primped. Yeah, because pimped is something different. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess the R, the, the, the R, it's a significant. Changes the meaning it considerably. Changes the meaning, yes. Yeah. Okay. Primped. Primped. Thank you. I, I'm exhausted. Hey, um, as a would be entrepreneur, I wish somebody would hurry up and invent an alternative to plastic, which takes, I think the average plastic bottle takes something like 400 years to decompose and much of the plastic winds up in in our lakes and rivers and oceans i mean there's a uh, a floating patch of plastic in the middle of the pacific the size of texas they can actually track it on on the satellite so 
hurry up somebody and, and invent an alternative to plastic, which, of course, depends on fossil fuels to create. I saw this story, and it made me do a triple take. A Dutch researcher found tiny plastic particles in the organs and blood of 80% of the people who were tested. The health risk is not fully known. Mm. It's certainly reasonable to be concerned, one of the researchers said. No kidding. 80% of the people tested have little bits of plastic. We have no idea what the long-term implications. I would I would believe it, though. I, I mean, there's. I bet if we did a true like toxicology of what's in our body, like Ugh. we would be amazed at all of the, even if there's minute traces of things, you're like, I, I can't believe that's in your body and you don't even know it. Yeah. I, uh, I don't want that toxicology report. No, you know? not, not till I'm dead. Then they can find out. But you know, while I'm still alive, I, I don't want to be grossed out by what's in my body. I mean, I'm, yeah. gr- I'm grossed out enough by my own body. I don't want to know what's on the inside. Let that up to the coroner someday, you know, yes. the autopsy results. Oh my goodness. He was just a walking <laughs> time bomb. Oh, by the way, speaking of plastic, I didn't know this. Samsung just mm-hmm. launched a new line of smartphones, tablets, and PCs made in part from discarded nylon ocean fishing nets. So that that's kind of clever, talking about recycling plastic and turning it into something useful. But uh, interesting times. Nylon. Chris, nylon. Nylon nets, fishing nets that were discarded and found out at sea. And that's what they're melting down to create these new tablets and smartphones from Samsung. So, yeah, you know, hey, good idea. There are some companies out there with great ideas. We can have everything we want, but uh, be a little more respectful of the only planet we have. Mm -hmm. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me. Uh, appreciate you tuning in and I wish you and yours a very happy evening. We'll try this hot mess again tomorrow. Be safe out there. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.